We got Amy Harcourt, aka Daleks. Yeah, there, there she is. And Tom, my partner hey. in PK crime. Yeah. <laughs> no crime committed. That we got caught up yet. Yeah. And and myself, Christy. What's going on, everyone? Nice to see you. So uh, Daleks is in Manchester. Um, yeah, Amy. I know. We'll go with Amy for the rest of the <laughs> Amy, podcast. yeah. Amy's it's a it's a bit more personal. I pr- I prefer my name. Yeah, I get it. Me too. So where did Alex come from? Um. Okay. So it was actually I don't see. This is the thing. I don't actually think I should carry on using it. It was like ages ago, and basically, um, I just came out as trans and. I sort of, I changed my name at that point and it's different from what it was now. It was originally Alex that I went for mm-hmm. and because that was like more gender neutral and I wasn't really too sure if I was actually trans female or maybe non-binary. So I changed it to that to test the waters basically right. uh so it was basically it was a mix of two different names that are way in the past now and it stuck someone said oh yeah you should change your youtube name to this and i was like you know what fuck it <laughs> let's go cool, for it. Cool. yeah i had to ask i've always been curious so like I didn't want to ruin I, it. I know I've wanted to change it now for a while, but mm. it's also it's sort of sticked, and I've sort of like even though I've moved past that time and them names, like I that aside, it's still kind of a cool name, Space yeah. Age. <laughs> it's memorable. It really is. You know, I was cruising on your um, Instagram, I mean. You know, I prefer your parkour now than earlier on. Yeah, okay. Um, This is a thing that I've struggled with, and it's coming to terms with the change in how I move. Um, So before in the videos that you're referencing, you can see that it was more powerful, but less flowy and a little less... It was it was very stiff and rigid, like you mm-hmm. could tell right. that there was muscle there. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like I can't do the same thing. So now it's moved away from that and went into more flow and trying to do more creative lines. Uh, just adapt, adaptation, right. adaptation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really interesting. Like. To, for you to really notice that that uh, you know change in training. Yeah, I I think it just came from. Um, uh, so I used to. I don't know. I I've no. I'm making so many. I don't knows and <laughs> it's it's the alcohol. Blame the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Any anyway. Um. It basically came from the fact that my uh, skill level sort of dropped off. Um, and I was aware that it kept on getting worse and worse and worse. And 
I was like, what, what's going on? Like, my body's changing so much. I went from having all this power to slowly losing everything that I could do. And I lost how to do things like side flips at one point, which I've been able to do since I started. And right. so the change was quite big. And I basically had to adapt how I moved to fit that. And I couldn't keep on doing the dangerous things that I was going for and that and really powerful moves because I was just getting injured and it wasn't working. And so I basically had to take what I've still managed to keep and just make lines around what I've got now. So hmm. do you do you feel that kind of just forced you then to get more technical? Pretty pretty much it it was just like hey you need to just change the whole fucking thing like yeah. <laughs> throw out what you was doing before bring in a new style and i actually prefer it too like i hmm. even though i can't do the same sort of tricks i prefer the flow and how i put together lines it's um it's just better females do it better what can i say <laughs> wow I've been telling everyone this, but <laughs> you know what? That's great. Can I talk about that? Because yeah, go you're, the, you're the per perfect person to talk about that too. Because like I see um, the majority of um, people in parkour, maybe it's the same for you, maybe it's not, but uh, males, then females. And then like, I see, I love it. I see these big things and the power and, flips and whatever and for some reason however i think it is but i know i'm more flowier and i and i incorporate that like tom always says like hey christy what kind of crazy move are you doing that <laughs> you know, kind of thing, right? and then he tries it and it's great but it's different like when i was starting out for example doing a kong so having weight distribution in a female body is totally different than the power and the tor the upper torso of a male body. Yes, hundred percent. So, so I struggled with Kongs, and I, I literally in my head beat myself up for it until I realized, whoa, okay, I'm training with guys. Like, I mean, it's 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 literally the like testosterone difference, muscle difference, proportion of body difference. So I gotta attack this from a different way. And ever since I've thought about that with my cats, my Kongs. Uh, my lines, my flow, I just like, well, this is me. Why, why, how dare I compare myself <laughs> to these things? That's their yeah. parkour movement. And, you know, there's no scale where I'm supposed to be in parkour compared to as everyone else, you know? Right. So I, I had to really figure like that, that shit out. Um, I feel like that could just be in general, to be fair. Like, true no one's body's the same so trying to fit yourself into that category is it's never going to work because you don't move like them so if you're constantly just trying to replicate everyone else then what are you actually because it's nothing new like yeah. what they're doing it's already been done you don't need to go and do it again it's like find your own style and develop it from there that's how people connect with you and that's how you actually go places within parkour like you need to develop your own and and i think it's funny how you said about the weight distribution and stuff like that because that hit me like a brick honestly and <sighs> it, 
it was weird. I started HRT about a year and something ago. And the difference has been incredible. Like t-shirts that I used to be able to wear just feel completely different on me now. And things, this is why it was so hard for me to keep the powerful tricks that I used to be able to do. And because I had like a different center of gravity now and my body doesn't rotate on the same axis. So when I was trying to do corks, for example, like I couldn't, I just couldn't do corks anymore, like whatsoever. I still can't, like I'm struggling with them mm. now, but I just can't get my body to flip the same way that it used to do because I'm not built like that anymore. So changes. <laughs> well, wow. thanks for checking a box off my curiosity because I, I didn't know how to think of that otherwise, but thank you. I really appreciate it. Like, You're welcome. From someone Picking who would know better than I would. One at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're awesome. Like, thank you so much. So your Instagram you is so wild. Like, There's a lot going on with it. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's really entertaining on all sorts. Like, you're funny. You got some good music, you know, it's not just parkour, like you did some crane hangs, like that was great. Yeah, I know, tell me about it. Jeez, yeah. I'm still I, impressed with that. <laughs> go that far. Like, I think I'm daring at a playground doing some monkey bars. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm it's, like, it's one I... of them things, like, I hate watching people do it because it scares me. Like, I'm with my friends and they'll be walking across a beam like 30 stories up. And I'm like, dude, no, like, don't do that. I'll do it. Just you stay there. I, I'll <laughs> get on with it. Just don't follow me. Cause, and this is the thing. They're probably even more skilled than me, but I still get scared watching them. I'm like, yo, you're that mad. Like, that's absolutely mad. How are you doing that? Right. And it's like, wait, hang on. I've got to follow you now. Like, this is how yeah. we get up. What? What's going on? <laughs> follow the leader. Uh, I'm like the same Follow way with, on, on heights with people. Like, I'm okay with myself there, but when other people are around me, I get so nervous. I know. Like, it's worried like, about I them. just don't trust them. I, <laughs> I don't trust them. I'm like, yo, I know you're skilled. I know that you're good at parkour, but just can I control you from the sidelines? Can I get like an <laughs> Xbox controller and just like move you about? That's awesome. I, I like how you say that the Xbox controller. <laughs> Is, are you a gamer? I'm a little now more than I used to be. That's actually how I got into parkour. Um, mm. I was a huge gamer, and out of all of the games that I could have chose to get me started in parkour, it was Minecraft. Like, really? You'd never believe it, but it was <laughs> Minecraft. And awesome. now my gaming choice is. It's more for like when I'm injured or just when I'm not doing parkour, but um, Rocket League, uh, oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. And Apex Legends. Apex Legends, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I don't know that one. Those are both, I haven't played either of those games, even though I play probably too to many video them. games. They're so good. <laughs> I heard of Rocket League. That's, I love the concept that you're a car kicking a soccer ball around. I love the oh, concept. Tell me about it. Or a football um, round, pardon me. It's gone free to play now, so you can pick it up free on the App Store. 
that's cool. There you go. Anyone listening? I know, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into games. I uh, I have I, I want to say I have an addictive personality, but sometimes I like to really go hard into something like like parkour or Zelda. Yeah, it's like you once know? you sort of you get into it and your body, like everything, just takes over, like. One minute you're sort of studying what it is you're interested in. The next it's like full blown like, oh, I need to get this. I need to watch this video. I'm just fucking balls in balls to the wall, man. Like totally. <laughs> into it. Me too. Me too. I'm taking Kung Fu right now with uh, Nino uh, from a previous episode. Shout out to Nino. You're awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, it's like uh, another awakening in my life. Like, I thought parkour was the awakening, you know, kind of thing, right? But Kung Fu is another awakening on a different level, but it's just, like, something to look forward to. Like, I, I look yeah. forward to, I dream of jams, you know, I look forward to seeing so many people there. But, you know, like, even doing this other kind of movement, it it's another awakening. It gives me spark to this dreary life going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's movement related, so it's going to help you out in your parkour. So I, I think it's a win-win, to be fair. Thank you. Can't really lose on that one. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So tell us about community in Manchester. It's um. So we've got quite a interesting community. Um, it's very together, but also split. Hmm. Um, so the biggest community in Manchester is called Northern Parkour. We've got like a thousand followers on a Facebook group and also um, hmm. back in the day the guy that sort of runs it called Paul he he was hitting like a million views per video it was insane and um, wow. so that's sort of where everyone gathers like everyone comes under northern parkour I think that's how most of us meet and they're very old school they do hmm. things like uh, they focus on conditioning and pure parkour. Um, hmm. And then there's like people within that group, but sort of split off. And even though they don't train with them, they're sort of doing their own thing and they're still connected, if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. um, for example, myself, I've got a group of friends that I train with in Manchester. And I consider myself a part of Northern Parkour, but also I don't ever train with them anymore i do most of my things with my close friends and and that's kind of the community in manchester like we have a big overall group and little groups spread out and it's really fun especially when they all come together into one big group it's insane cool yeah that's a i mean you, everyone in the uk is kind of lucky it's like that there's <laughs> everyone's so compact kind of like there's so many people around where here like we're kind of in the middle of nowhere <laughs> i feel like we're it's kind of an island because like i think it's because the uk is such a small place and yeah. there's not many people in the uk compared to america or these other bigger countries mm -hmm. and so that's why you sort of see everyone in the same sort of spots. Um, hmm. That's pretty much it, I think. Um, 
it's weird as well because you guys have got more um professional athletes i want to say in terms of like mm. just pure style like you guys are stylish as fuck you're some stylish motherfuckers with your movement i swear all of <laughs> that like cool. our movement our movement is like it's good it's very systematic and everything needs to be perfect you guys yeah. you're like you're not on that you're mm -hmm. just like if you land it it counts like fuck it sticks <laughs> who who needs sticks let me just do I... a double cork to it casual <laughs> step out of it right <laughs> yeah that's, that's it is interesting to see the differences between like uk and then kind of more american styles yeah. The UK definitely is a lot more technical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's just um, mainly based on um, media and the culture yeah. around media. Because um, I feel like the UK, we grew up on, because it's a European thing, isn't it? It came from True. France. True. So yeah. the media in the UK was very heavily influenced by the French and it sort of got passed down to the uk whereas i think america came onto it slightly later and i think they i i don't there's a specific video that jesse lafleur made about free running and how that came about and i think that's what america did they saw what we was doing and they sort of took that and made it their own started adding their own uniqueness to it and that is how we got to where we are i think mm. you was the pioneer in free running uh for sure like i no question about it hmm. yeah and I, I for for canada too I, I find it's like i mean maybe smaller communities but uh it's more of like a middle ground i find between yeah. uk and like actual united states I can't yeah. say I know much about the um, Canada scene. And you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's honestly, it's there's not a ton that comes out from Canada. Mm -mm. It's a pretty quiet country. I think no one here really likes to, I don't know, show off or something too much. I don't like filming I, themselves. I was going to say, I... <sighs> I don't know. I want to say that I don't know any Canadian athletes. And then if, obviously, like, if I've got Canadian athletes following me, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like that would be a bit of a shit thing to say. I'm sorry to the Canadians, but I don't really know what you get up to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Like, uh, no, just like Tom would have some sort of an idea what goes on in Manchester, but I would have no idea to keep on training and training and training and training until your legs fall apart and then you move on to something else <laughs> I, I pretty don't, much what happened to i just why show up then that is a very good point you know, I, but that's that's coming from over here but from from me to like to have my own like thing about it and to have my own intrigue and you know, parkour's for everyone in that way, so that like you can build on what you know, kind of thing, and like maybe yeah. not do the big things, right? Because you're a little bit older, or you know, um, 
you know, going through something else and, yeah. you know, you got to change your style for this, that, or the other. But, um, as, you know, that's why I love this sport so much. It just, it appeals for everyone to, into everything. And if people yeah. want to go over to the UK and try something new and, you know, you think you're big here, uh, you know, go where it came oh, from, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to get schooled, you know? Honestly, um, <laughs> that actually sort of happened, and you could, like, really see the difference. And again, Jesse LaFleur, he did a tour around, um, I don't know, he went on a tour, I forgot which tour, but um, he came to the UK and was in London with Corey DeMyers. Mm -hmm. um, right. And he, I think it was IMAX, he got to IMAX and they literally got there, saw what was there and they barely trained, like they just couldn't do any of the stuff because it was just so big. And, yeah. and that's like, that video really highlights the difference between the two places, like mm -hmm. they're so good athletes, yet they come to one of the biggest spots in the UK and they don't really know what to do. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Styles. Styles are different. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, in the uh like I've been to London, I guess technically twice. Uh only once really to do a little parkour and actually going to a place like IMAX, it it shocked me actually. It <laughs> it's so much bigger than it really looks like, you know. See, I can't say that I do know. I've never been to IMAX. Oh, really? Literally never. Um, I just know from videos that it's a very... People, when people talk about it, like, you know it's got to be hefty. Um, I mean, look at Don Tomato. If Don Tomato yeah. can find things to do on it, you know it's going to be hefty. <laughs> true that. That's, yeah. It's very true. Jeez, that guy. I know. It's... Tell me about it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like... I, I just love his history too, like garbage van figure skater. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was such a strange mix. Like I don't know. I I don't what do you I aspire to be sort of like that. Cause it's like he literally came from I want to say nothing. It wasn't mm. nothing, but like he he wasn't like I don't know. A lot of other people, like, they have it really easy. Um, they know that they have it easy. Um, whether that's just having access to gyms or mm -hmm. getting lucky with media shoots or anything like that. So to come from literally being a bin man to, like, a parkour success, like, that's pretty, that's something. insane. Yeah, it really is something. That's usually what happens, hey? Someone comes oh, out from yeah. usually someone comes from nothing that makes it really huge when you never really thought that there was a place for it in the world. Yeah, it's um underdog. Pretty Underdogs, much. yeah, totally. Yeah, you you give them some space, you give someone some space, and just see what they can do, right? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's um I don't know. That's why it's so inspiring because it's like you sort of see the grind and where they come from and. It just means so much more to get to the position that they're at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's such a cool thing to witness. Speaking about grinds, do you have something, Tom? Nope. 
Okay, I thought you were, you were just, I cut you off again. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking about grinds, oh, I just hated watching your grind, your injury. Yes. Oh. Uh, and you paused it, and you paused it, and you paused it on Instagram. And I'm just like, oh, no. That was in January, early January. Yeah, right? I'm, that uh, was just horrendous. Tell, me, tell everyone um, about that. Yeah, Shit so that the video that you're referencing is uh, a, it's a Tic Tac Pre that went uh, horribly wrong. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I apologize. I'm no, just it's fine. It's fine. I'm closing it, my eyes it, it and I'm just like that oh. reaction. <laughs> um, so basically, we was training in town. Everything was going fine, and I was out with a friend. And basically, whenever he's out, one of us gets injured. Mm. Most likely him, but. You never know, like it's just gonna happen at some point. Um I'm when I say like one of us gets injured, usually within the first five minutes of training, we'll be like flat out on our back or something. Um it's not good. So we meet up at the first spot, everything's going fine, like we do some jumps, we get warmed up, it's all good. Um we start heading to find somewhere else. And this is when I came across the Tic Tac Challenge. Um, I saw it and I turned to my friend and I was like, yo, that's a thing. Like, I, I know that I can do this. Like, it's huge, but I know that it's a thing. So I go and look at it and he's like, yeah, that's, you're not on that. That's lies. And I was like, no, 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 I'll prep it and see what's happening. Like, I'm going to prep it. I'll prep it. So I do some preps. It actually goes surprisingly well. Like I'm landing high up. Um, and I got to the point where I was sort of in a half send it mode, half like prep mode. Mm. So I, I don't even know. I just sort of went for it. I just thought, oh, I can't be that bad. I just put more power in. I go more high. Simple. <laughs> That's not what happened. Obviously, it's not what's happened. And I catch the top with my foot and I thought I landed it at first and I didn't because I didn't actually go all out into it. I still treated it like a prep. So I'm half on top, half falling down and I sort of catch the top of the ledge and I can't get my foot off. So I'm going like straight on my back and I try to correct it by putting my other foot down. But because of the way that I'm coming down, my foot like literally goes to this side yeah. and my body goes to the other side. And uh. I full on nearly snapped my ankle. It was absolutely horrible. And luckily, I got up and I was fine. And Shut up. Absolutely fine. <laughs> like I, I was on the floor for like a good five minutes yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. just like, oh, this is... No, I feel like I probably screwed up here. Yeah. Um, but honestly, after that, I got up and I walked home, got a yeah. bus, and I was completely fine and went training the next week. What? Wow. I know. Dodged you a bullet. Thank you. you. Think, Thank you for saying that. 
I thought you'd been like laid up, uh, like foot above head, <laughs> icing, you know, like doing some like circles no, honestly, or alphabets. Honestly, or I was fine. Like, I think <sighs> the next day it was a little bit sore, but I, I was completely fine. Well, that's, that's but, great to hear. That's how I'm injured now. Like, mm -hmm. I did the exact same thing, but on a different trick completely. It was a oh. side flip pre. Oh. And I basically caught the edge. Like, if that's the side flip pre thing, I flip and sort of catch it there and just completely ankle thing to the max. Uh. So I'm out again for another couple of weeks. And it sucks. Our emotions started back up. And oh, yeah. The submissions were this April, and I did put in a submission because mm. I wasn't able to get in 2019 because of being trans. Mm -hmm. So I thought now, like, I have no excuse apart from my foot's fucked up. Um, so I put in a submission waiting to hear back from them, and hopefully my foot can recover before. Um, I don't know. I'm playing with fire with my foot on that one, but hopefully it's all good. Are you doing any like specific uh, rehab stuff for it? Yeah, um, so I think rehab is very important for any injury. Because obviously, if you don't recover, you're number one, not going to do well in your next session. And number two, it's going to be a very, very long time for you to actually recover mm -hmm. if you just keep pushing it. And um, so I think for the first couple of weeks, I just didn't walk in it at all. I stayed in bed and I let it sort of do its thing and let the swelling go down, let the bruising sort of heal up. Now, currently, I'm in the more being able to use it phase. Mm. So I've been going for really light jogs, doing calf raises and um, doing hops. Like I'm trying to do little hops to build up. Um, I can't jump up more than a step at the moment on my bad foot. But I, it's better than it was. Like We're getting better. That's awesome. Nice. That surprises me you're even going for hey. a jog. Well, I, flexing. I'm surprised as well. I'm surprised. Especially, like, with the pictures of how bad it was. Like, my ankle swelled up so much. Like, jeez. Mm, I couldn't even imagine. But good on you. Like, you're Thank doing all you. the right things. Like, let's hope that that submission gets in and we can see, uh, see what you can do. I know. Hopefully, I'm... <laughs> I don't know. I think it's one of them things. Whenever a competition happens now, like I feel obligated to go for it. Because um, cool. I know that that lies. <clears throat> things like that, they're not going to sort of be there forever. And um, I've already spent like half of my training not being able to do any of that. So now that I can actually. I don't know. Now that my hormone levels and stuff like that are where it needs to be, mm -hmm. um, I honestly, I just want to be the first trans person to compete in parkour and maybe podium. Like, I think, I'm sorry, but I think that would be fucking cool. It's sort of like <laughs> a benchmark. Sick. And you know that, what? Like, 
Science athlete at Red Bull Art Emotion. Fuck yeah. You know like, what? I'd be like right beside you. I'd like love to be like so in the pit with you, seeing people go after another and you and I still beat them out. Like, you know what I mean? Like to have, have two women on the, you know, the LGBTQ plus everything else. And um, maybe somebody else placing third. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that. Like it's tearing me up actually. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I know I genuinely want that to happen. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's just something about it. Like, again, that sort of underdog story. Um, it's a weird one because everyone, there's this thing where like everyone's just trans athletes shouldn't be allowed to compete. And it's like doing something as like big as Red Bull Art Emotion, like, that's it it means quite a lot if that makes sense Mm -hmm. it's just like a huge like fuck off i'm gonna live my life and i'm gonna win doing it like (laughs) that's awesome i like that tom are you gonna say something i was gonna say if anyone is gonna gonna do it uh it's probably gonna be you (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you um oh go ahead yeah, I was just going to say there's other trans girls that are really good and I actually I want them to compete like Give some shout outs. Hey, yeah, um Ellie Hay on uh Instagram. She is so she's like my inspiration at the moment. Um she looks absolutely stunning and she's so fucking good. She's like I I don't. How is she not pro? Like, how is she not gone professional with it yet? I don't know. Mm. She is so good, though. Honestly, shout out to Ellie. Cool. Yeah, I just just want to be like her, really. Well, it's nice to have inspiration out there. I know it is. It is. Do you know? Uh, I know you competed once before. Did you place? <laughs> At the bottom. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> No, Some see, people like is, it there, no, I don't know. No, 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 listen, this is a good thing. Um, people would be like, oh, yeah, I place close to the bottom. Like, it's so sheer. I'm terrible. I should quit. No, I'm completely the opposite. I'm like, yo, I placed at the bottom. Fuck you people saying that trans women dominate. Look at me. Under, like, I'm at the bottom tier. Let's go. Like, you're not even going to get lower than me. <laughs> I don't know. I I, oh, I like played... that. I like that a lot. You know, it was um Project Underground, and you know um Rachel Rachel Goff. No. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was literally like just under her. So. Wow. She's really well, good. Look at, yeah, look at her now. <laughs> hey, she's really good. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to say about um competition in general Mm. and i know i'm a better person now but at some point there was like competitions uh however they come across there's no female male you're i'm competing with i'm the oldest one there i'm competing with 18 year old plus or younger whatever males and i already know i'm beat yeah 
And if I had my own, and I mentioned this at a, at a, at a gym, I'm like, well, if I had my, my own slot, I would win no matter what. I'm like, damn right. Yeah. Well, you're the only one competing. I'm like, that's the point. It encourages other women to come out. Like, yeah, you know, like, come out. Like, let's, if, if, if I'm placing and you're playing, like, we're the two women that show up, we both place. Three women, yeah. all three of us place. Four women, okay, now it's kind of cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's Definitely. the way I see um, it. That, that's the thing as well. I think more, there should be consideration for that. I think not a lot of people are really, it's changing a little bit now, like it's sort of getting a little bit better. But before it was just everyone got shoved into the same category. Like if you wanted mm -hmm. to compete as a female, you're competing with the guys as well. Like there's no in between. And and this is like this is another weird thing. Like people mm -hmm. say, oh, well, if we're going to separate a category for like a male and female category, then we should like separate trans women as well and put them into their own category. And it's like, no, you're just looking for more ways to exclude us. Like, no. Interesting. Good take on it. Yeah. Because that, then that I would have to apply to the LGBTQ plus category. Yeah. Female side of that. So that's another branch. So it gets really... I know. And it's like... I'm not being funny, but like, there's not many of us. Like, in the I, UK no, alone, not, like, not, there's no. not many of us. Yeah. But this is no, this is the thing. Like, there are um, non-binary freerunners. There's quite a lot of them, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. there's quite a lot of good ones as well. Um, a shout out to I. You're gonna have to research this because I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's like Clickstain or something. Click say I don't know. Click say. Click and then like stain or I I actually really don't know. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. I don't even know if it is their name. But um I'll send you a DM, shout Please. them out. Right because on. I love that. They are honestly like ridiculous. Like they're I don't know. If you think of you know Archie. Archie I Iroyan art yeah 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 they're um pretty i think they train with them but um oh yeah i don't know that about. level wow cool. i don't know yeah they're about. really good yeah that's a, that's a whole interesting thing i mean could probably talk uh, have a whole separate podcast just talking about competitions and true what, what people consider fair and everything and it's yeah such a tricky thing because even amongst men right there's going to be huge disparities in certain hormone levels yeah right so it's like where do these lines get drawn it's it's almost That's arbitrary I mean. at some it's point like, arbitrary yeah it's no one's gonna have that same sort of like I don't know. There's always going to be fluctuations, no matter what category mm -hmm. you're competing yeah. in. And this, like, it only ever seems to matter when it's a trans person. Like, they don't check cis people. And right. I find that really strange. 
It's like if you're doing a drug test, for example, everyone gets checked. Not everyone gets checked for hormone levels, and that is holy shit discriminatory. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Never you can't of it. check. Like, you literally can't check just one person. If you're gonna do it yeah. for one person, do it for everyone. Like, well, I compete then. Exactly. It's that, it's just it's maybe weird. groups should should just be divided by, you know, if you wanna if it's always a testosterone issue. Maybe you should have groupings by by testosterone levels. And this right? is the thing as well, because like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like not only that, but sports <laughs> I don't know who needs to hear this, but sports <laughs> aren't fair. Like yeah. honestly, <laughs> sports aren't fair. Number one. That's it. Sports aren't fair. It's not. Yeah. They really aren't. The, the thing is like sports are heavily gyms people can train at a gym like people have their gyms in their like back garden like i don't have the money to go to a gym every single day a lot of these top there you go see what i mean like these privileged athletes (laughs) privileged athletes yeah (laughs) no but this is what i mean like it's all it's always gonna there's always going to be someone that has that upper hand and whether it's being biologically taller for for example basketball whether it's having a gym having that access to sports equipment like it's never going to be fair like yeah yeah it's like people can afford like fucking they got um what do you call it now like private chefs like people have private chefs cooking their meals and like it's weird it's like hmm. this is how the top athletes are training like oh yes, they get yes to do these yeah. things yeah of course yeah. yeah everything's private to them everything's at I know. it's like they've got their own chefs right. chefs they've got their own like personal trainers it's crazy it's mad when do you start living at that point i know this is systematic and they're, they're always going to be the best. Like, they're no, no one's taking their podium spot, you know what I mean? But, True. like, at that point, like, is it even your movement anymore? Or is it just, like, I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah. This is such a good podcast. I've got goosebumps a number of times. <laughs> like, just... I don't know. There's just a good vibe about this, and I love it. So... <laughs> Once again, thanks for uh, coming on. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. This is so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you um, get like a lot of uh, support or or maybe like hate or something from um, from people in the community? Surprisingly, a lot more um, support than you would think. Um, Good. Because this is the thing that I found like really weird. So before I actually came out, I actually had a lot less support. And this is this is the thing. Like some people come out in sports and they suddenly like everyone following them suddenly stops or like they don't want to be associated with them anymore because of their gender. But like that didn't happen for me. Like the parkour community as a whole is like really fucking good like cool yeah i came out and i had so many more people following me like literally in a matter of months and most of them were actually female athletes 
and yeah. That's I awesome. have a lot more female athletes than probably male athletes following me and we talk a hell of a lot like we have conversations on the regular and I think that's a really cool thing to happen and that is. I feel I don't know it's quite welcoming cool it's because the parkour community is badass yeah, <laughs> shout out to the badass parkour community. Badass parkour community. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, there's some absolute toss pots in parkour, but like. Toss pots. <laughs> yeah. I love it. There's sorry, that, that's, that's a new slang for me. I'm sorry. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. I like Welcome it. Welcome to Britain, motherfucker. I love it. I can't wait. Well. <laughs> Um, you know what? You're talking about women in training, and um, we talked about this on a we had an Instagram chat prior a yeah. week ago. Everyone else, and uh, I, I reached out to Amy and I said, You know what? If I saw you at a jam and you're doing your own thing, whatever it was, training, and I saw you, I know I would have been like, Hey, what's up? What are you working on here? You know, like, when, like, why am I not doing that now? So, you know, I Got Amy involved, got her on the podcast, but here we are, and reaching out. So, like Tom said, badass PK community. <laughs> I know, it's because, like, I feel like because it's over the internet, people feel like they can't have that sort of connection. And, and it's, it's fucking dumb. It's like, if you want mm -hmm. to reach out to someone, just do it, like... It's weird. A lot of people like a lot of people aren't into that. You reach out to them and they're like, oh, no, sorry. Like, I'm just too cool for you. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely not one of them people. I if you want to reach out to me, fucking go for it. Like, there you go. I'm, I'm down, man. I'm down for friends. I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, I think the parkour community in general is very, they're very open people because they all know yeah, what it's kind of like really to be are. that that like the weird kid that's climbing on stuff that everyone's yeah this is this at. is everyone bonds <laughs> over being an outcast that's totally. what it is like everyone's just got this connection to being sort of left out and like not a part of every day because I'm not being funny, but seeing someone jump across walls in their thirties, forties, twenties, it's not. People don't see that as normal in everyday life. So having yeah. this big fuck off group with everyone just <laughs> doing the same thing as you, it's like it's relieving. It's like, oh, so I'm not the only one going around kids' parks doing rolls yeah. over fucking benches. Like there are it. other people like me. So <laughs> that's how I feel yeah. exactly. I would never know how to articulate that in my own words. So next time I, someone asks me about it, I'm going to just like steal what you just said because I can't say yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. No, it's so sure. true. It's honestly. Yeah. Yeah, there's like other people out there. There's a percent out there that's just as wacky as me and does the same kind of crazy that I can relate to. And maybe some not times not relate to, but, you know, getting to know this person at jams where everyone's open about doing whatever kind of flow or non-flow or jump or non-jump or however it works for that person and it's just like so diverse in that way too you know like I know. it's like it's one of them things if you see someone outside jumping on walls 
you fucking go over to them and you say hi. Like that yeah. doesn't happen in any of the sports. If you see someone cool. doing football on the street, mm-hmm. you don't go over, pick up the ball and be like, oh, hi, can I join in? Like, no, it doesn't really happen. When you see an athlete climbing up a wall, you go over there and you say, hi, can I do this wall climb with you? And they're like, yeah, go for it. And then your best friend, yo, that's literally what happened to me and my best friend. Like, oh, I love it. I saw, I saw this guy training in Manchester and he was like, I don't know, he was a couple of years into training, but you could tell that he wasn't really at a very high skill set. At the time, I was sort of, I was peaking at the time. I started to get really good. And honestly, I went over and I was like, yo, I can see you're doing war runs. Like, can I join in? And we've been friends now for four or five years. Honestly, four or five years. It's it's like insane. We was literally on a phone call yesterday talking about degrees and what they're doing at uni. So... (laughs) Parkour friendships are for Love life. It. <laughs> it is so true. It is an extended arm of a family. It really is. It's like, like no matter who it is, like the whole community, like everyone's involved in it. Like, I don't think you can see someone training parkour and leave them out. Like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. It's a great sport. It scares the hell out of me. Even, <laughs> even like getting to know people in the community, but you know, it's it's solid. Like if you put on your your local um, chat group, I'm gonna be in the city. Who's training? Like, oh, I'll pop up for a couple hours. Or, you know, I got this and that. Okay. Someone always shows up, and it's oh man. Even if no one shows up, people show up. Like, uh, come to you and say, hey. Uh, is this free running? Normally people in Winnipeg will say free running. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you brought this up. Yeah. Um, Because this is something that I kind of want to talk about. And it's training outside and mm. getting muggles coming over yeah, to you. Um, I honestly, I have that all the time. Like, I'll be training and I... Fra- okay. I have a specific example in my mind. So I was outside doing some flips, waiting for a friend to come over. I'm in St. Peter's Square in Manchester. So it's quite a, it's a very casually busy spot. Like it's not packed and it's quite open space, but there's a lot of people coming about like to and from work. Um, So I'm just doing some uh, flips next to the tram stop. And I had literally five or six people all gathered around me just asking me questions about parkour and I'm honestly waiting for my friend (laughs) and I'm just trying to answer like six or seven people (laughs) and they all have these deep questions and they're all like coming over and saying oh I love what you do I love parkour like do you know this person I saw them in movies and it's like when you see someone doing like that like there's no fear there like you just go say hi you know what i mean it's a cool thing to watch so well um that actually happened this year at the odina we have this place in uh, winnipeg at the forks where two uh, rivers commit and um, the indigenous people did their trade there back in the day 
So that's a little bit of history. But so we trained there, and I saw uh, Amethia. Shout out to Amethia. Um, she saw this one guy training jumping, and she's like, "Go over and talk to this guy." I'm like, "Why?" He's like doing some like really good precisions, and I'm like, "What?" So I watched him for a bit. I'm like, "Yo, guy, you want to come like hang out with the group?" He's like, "No, no." I'm like, "No, no. Where are you from?" <laughs> and he's like, "Vancouver, so the West Coast." And I was like, "Come here. Let me introduce you to some people." This is Avathia, <laughs> this is this person, that person, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is whoever it was at the time. And it was really cool because, like, he was just there to check out the history and the shops and the other things to do around there. And it's just, it's cool because, like, we notice a skill. Where are you from? <laughs> you, you're wearing fair use. What's your deal? You know, kind of thing, right? It's like, yeah, it's like you can't hide from it. Yeah, I know you can't. I, I remember I remember a time actually a while ago when um you could tell who a free runner was just by looking at their outfit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. the the baggy pants, the like over like long t shirts, like the super long t shirts, the fucking <laughs> The stupid coloured backpacks, man. They were like bright green. They had like bright green or red backpacks and no fear tops. No fear long tops. Honestly, I'm telling you. I literally have a bright green backpack. (laughs) They really did. They were rocking Adidas. Honestly, I'm telling you. Just burning us. Hate off. That's great. (laughs) So true, though. This is really like, like humbling. It's just, it's great. And everyone, I hope everyone watching, listening is getting as good as laugh as I am, and 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 like dealing with that and laughing at yourself because it's, it's great. It'll it'll progress you in parkour. (laughs) Some universal parkour truths here. I love it. That was such an era. It really was an era. It really was. Now and they're like fucking sucks. blasting dubstep from speakers. Oh, oh shit, yeah. They've got Skrillex on yeah. like last speakers, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are Those are good times. Are you enjoying the podcast so far? I know I am. Have you checked out the sagemovement.net store? Well, it's really good. We have the essentials, the OGs, and the custom prints. Now, the essentials have aircraft carriers, zeppelins, and Land Rovers. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> Go check it out. Also, they have originals, the ones that I'm wearing right now, the Sage Movement. I'm wearing a nice blue one. And the prints are made by a team member, Ryland. Uh, they're beautiful. They're really nice. Um, I love them. And also check us out on YouTube and Instagram. Subscribe, leave a comment, like, and we'll get back to you. Thank you for your support. Really appreciate it. And now back to Christy. Uh, that's me. Aberrant. Aberrant. Can we talk about Aberrant? We can, sure. Okay, so... Um, um, do you want to start off or um, am yeah. I... So um aberrant, that is something that I started, I created 
Um, it's a very recent thing. I created, I actually started it in um, the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I was looking for something to do with my time and I thought I would spend it creating a business and a brand. Um, now this is where it gets really complicated. So I obviously started up and things were going sort of well. I had everything flowing and everything was, it was just going to plan. And then I realized that coronavirus is going to be here for longer than a year. Mm. And, and that's when I started freaking out because I had so much on my plate at that time. and. There was no way, like literally no way I was creating and basically um, shipping out products like it just wasn't happening. Um, mm -hmm. There were delays with shipments. They were um, obviously problems on the manufacturing and just a shit ton of things. And then obviously money, like I started this on um, we have benefits in the UK for when you're not in work. And I basically put all of that money um, that I was getting and put it into this uh, thing that I created. Um, hopefully now I'm starting to pick it up again. I am looking around for new manufacturers and coming up with more designs. Um, it's a work in progress. Hmm. I'm going to say that it's a work in progress. and. I eventually want to grow it and make it into something a lot bigger than it already is. And it's just going to take time and effort. So cool. Yeah. Sounds exciting. Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> kind of like us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was super exciting for us. Um, we did pretty much the same thing. Not really, but um, started something and, uh, it's SmackDown for us, but I feel uh, in the parkour community, we're doing something risky already. So we yeah. kind of like, you know, test our measures. We have no government person saying, oh, hey, we've been following you and we're supposed to follow you around and say you're not supposed to go on here, <laughs> not supposed to do this and not supposed to do that. It's like, really? Well, aren't you not supposed to poison my food and not yeah. supposed to like... <laughs> make make the roads like good for 10 years instead of fall apart every six months like what, like what kind of what kind of pyramid scam is this you know what i mean <laughs> don't get me started everyone can feel it <laughs> the tension <laughs> so we do it anyway we train anyway and we went forward with a, a company anyway and we i don't know i speak for myself maybe not for tom but i wasn't like I couldn't get my whole heart behind a business with my full current full-time job that kept going through this day and everything forward. Um, but, you know, maybe things will change and, you know, I'd love for this parkour thing to like be my life. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I am the exact same. I'm, cause this is the thing that you've got to take into consideration. Um, it's a lot of work mm -hmm. and for one person to do literally everything um yeah 
it is a lot of time and it is a lot of money. Um, I wasted honestly thousands just on samples and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, it, like when you take into consideration that, like it's not as easy as people think. I think people like to assume that like, oh, like Nike, they're a huge company and they're putting out amazing things. Um, it's just not like that. Like there's a lot more that goes in into a independent business. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously with my life as well, like I'm trying to balance the two. And it can get really stressful because I'm thinking about where I want to take the brand. And then I've also got like my own life and personal things on top of that. So I don't know. It's it's very hard to keep up with it. But in the outside world, too. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. This is what I mean. We're getting there. But um, I think it's... It is a slower process than people would like to believe. Um, mm-hmm. People yeah. want to think that it happens overnight. And oh. for Nike to do all of these things, it's a very easy process. They have a lot of people working for them. Um, but obviously for myself, it is like I'm, I'm, I'm running my own life. And also on top of that, like... People think you've got so much time to give into a business and like, it's just not like that. Like people expect you to make posts every single day and like keep updates going. And it's like, yo, I'm, I am not like, I, I just can't keep up with it. Like it's one of them things like, yeah, I feel like for anyone doing this solo, like it is very hard to just keep that grind going on a daily basis. So um, that's why I'm not really focusing too much on um, making posts at the moment. Um, I'm currently trying to figure out how to make a decent product and then the post will follow. Um, right. And this is, this is how I've been working from the start. Like, I like to stay quiet about things that I'm working on and make it a big surprise when it sort of comes out and because like I said it is a lot of energy to just 24 7 just going at it like I'm Mm -hmm. not built for that like I need my own time and I also need time to set apart for the business side of things I'm and that's another thing as well everything that's going on in the background um that's what I'm putting my energy towards. Like I'm not focusing on social media. Um, I can do that whenever I can create posts. I can literally whenever I want, but what I can't do is obviously create designs and mark like all of these different things that are going on in the background. Like I'm putting my time into all of that stuff and then I'll focus on social media so that's how i am going at the moment with that yeah it's really tough sometimes right to find so oh, geez. you hit it right on spot like 
dang, sometimes there's not enough, even if there was enough hours in it, they you'd still find something to fill it with hobbies or something. And maybe it's sometimes Probably. good to detach from like getting so deep, like two hours past your project in your own company and your eyes are just fried and your fingers is just, you know, all dexterity's taking all your fingertips because you're hammering on the keyboard because you're trying to get a project out, you know, kind of thing, right? Listen, this is what I mean. So it's like, like, no way, the stress levels, no way, no way. Exactly. <laughs> it's like to create one design, that's mm. hours of work. Like you'll be sitting at a computer for hours just to Copy come up with one me. thing. And then yeah. that one bit, yeah. like that one thing that you come up with might even not be that great. So you come up <laughs> with something else that takes even longer. And it's like, yo, you expect me to make a post every single day while also trying to work on the brand, while also like doing my own personal life mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. connecting like friendships and relationships. Like, no, I'm going to focus yeah. <laughs> on one at a time. Yeah. I, I need to pace myself with it. Yeah, the important that, thing that's... That's how burnouts happen. Like when totally. you see these YouTubers, yeah. that's it. Like, when you see these YouTubers, big YouTubers like uh, PewDiePie, for example, they'll go on like month long breaks because they've just put so much energy Fried. into it. They can't give anything back. So I'm really trying to pace myself with it. Yeah. And it's just like keep plugging away at it, right? Exactly. Even it's like a bit of you focus on a little bit at a time. Um, so it's like I'm focusing on creating something and then I'll focus on once that's done actually marketing it and then I'll go back to creating something else and then market that again which is what you're going to see in the future cool can't wait right on that's exciting you hear it here first definitely <laughs> yeah everyone pay attention um you know, I have a question, and I've been dying Wait. to ask this one. What is your favorite move in parkour? That is a very good question. I love I'm it. so <laughs> glad that you asked. Um, so, again, if we're taking into consideration um, everything that I've lost, it's, um, it's a wild one to pick, because my consistency isn't there at the moment um, i think overall my favorite move is side flip full um side flip full <laughs> is wow. usually very easy for me to do and it is the it's on the more impressive side when people see twists and stuff like that they i don't know it's it's a cool thing to see and yeah. and i think I used to be able to do them very well and very consistent. And so obviously that would be my go-to for a big trick. Um, just in general, side flips, like, honestly, you won't catch me in a session not doing a side flip. My yeah, favorite. They're so cool. They're, they're so easy, so cool, and yeah. there's so much you can do with them. All right. So besides parkour, was there any other sports that you've grown up with or currently do besides your injury? Um, I didn't mean to laugh, but I mean, like, um, uh, besides your injury, like, because uh, I'm just thinking, what else are you doing? You're, like, you're not playing sports like like you're jogging it, you said, but like, I mean, you're not really. Yeah, I'm. Um... 
involved in like beach volleyball at this point with your injury. You know, like that, that's why I was no, laughing. I, I was just laughing at myself for saying something like that. So but... I don't actually do any other sports other than parkour. Um, okay. I dabble a little bit in skateboarding. Um, nothing mm-hmm. professionally, but I, I like to cruise around. So I guess that's considered a sport. Um, <laughs> but apart, literally apart from that, I don't do anything else um i like to take up um skating so you know like rollerblading yeah i feel like that would be pretty cool i'd fully do that um but at this current time i'm not really i'm just parkour it's my life well amy let me be the first to invite you to winnipeg manitoba in the winter where you can do all the skating you want outside. <laughs> I'll show you all the cool places to skate. How's that sound? <laughs> I I think that sounds pretty fun to be oh, fair. Um, okay. I need excuse I need to buy roller skates like I need to figure yeah. that out. Warm it up. But, to um... that. <laughs> it's honestly roller skating is uh I'd say even harder than actually skating on ice that's way <laughs> that's different so hard to stop <laughs> what do you think so yeah roller skates i don't know because i've always on... thought that it was like a lot easier on skates you can just you can just cut in and stop right but on roller roller skates Mm-mm. you kind of have to like drag your foot or because mm. if you just stop you're gonna you're gonna kind of flip over <laughs> i true. didn't think about that i just i I don't even know. So you know when you see someone that's doing it professionally and they make it look so easy? They do. That's what's going through my head. I'm yeah, just thinking, oh yeah, I'll get a pair of skates and I'll be like them. It'll be so easy. And then it's... I invest in them and I probably won't be that good. <laughs> you know what? Watch out. Because watch you invest in some rollerblades, roller skates, whatever. Um, the other day I was in the local park here just going for a site of a bike ride and i saw a group of men and like three of them on rollerblades going through the park and i'm just like that's what it is now that's <laughs> that's you know that's what people are gonna like we're gonna lose athletes to rollerblading you know yeah. and then there's that yeah. trick rollerblading have you seen that amy where they do um, like skateboarding grinds on st- staircases yeah and... no that's this is what i'm talking about that's what uh, i want to see like it'd be so cool no way it's no, so scary you. honestly it looks so scary but i want to yeah. i want to give it a go no way <laughs> in a way i could almost see how that would help with with parkour because you're getting used to like higher speeds and that constant movement yeah you have like, to react well... fast apparently like you develop a whole different style and mm-hmm. i mean going back to archie he was a skater wasn't he um and now was he a skater am i thinking I'm about sure. Archie? I'm too sure yeah i i know uh i think danny like got really into or is really still into like the rollerblading like elbaka Oh really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I yeah, he was like one of the uh, he, the videos back in the day that he used to create. Yeah. Same with Jesse Lafleur there. If we're talking about him again. Yo, he used to be a um a skater as well. 
Like sick. Yeah, really good. I think a lot of athletes are as um Bob Rees, he did a lot of skateboarding. He's really good at that. Is that right? Huh. Yeah, he's Bob really Rees, good. Yeah. He's got his own like skateboarding Instagram page. Of course and he's really, like, he's Shout really good at it. He's really good at it. Uh, he's I've learned so much on his page. Uh, to be comfortable on a trampoline for once, to do like some kind of conditioning that, you know, I wasn't getting at the open gym to do something yeah. or other. Just the best. And, you know, if I do learn something, I do donate. Like, you, it's a good chunk, you know, to support someone who I could have, you know, not, you know. That's where the, the community comes in. It's like when you see someone who's given out there and they're saying, like, this is a PayPal company to, you know, support if you get it, whatever donation, I really appreciate it and all that stuff. And I was like, man, did I ever really appreciate that? This is a chunk of money. I'm going to send it your way. And, like, please keep on making videos so I can give you some more of my money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's the thing as well, like they creators put a lot of time into what they do so i think it's good that the people that are gaining from that i mm. uh sort of giving back mm -hmm. um i learned a lot from bob and the little short tutorials that he did on youtube um yeah it helped me get back some of the tricks that i lost and it was i don't know i've always looked up to bob reese and cool. i partially the reason why I dropped out of college was because of Bob. Huh. <laughs> Tell the story. Right. Okay. So I was in college and I was doing a photography course and there was a lot of going like there was a lot of things going on with my mental health and also I just I couldn't give a fuck about college. Honestly, it was <laughs> It was one of them things where education's just not my vibe. Mm. Um, I was, you know, when we was talking about earlier, but um, you sort of, when you start parkour, you come into this whole different world. Well, this is what yeah. it's like when you get a job. You, you get a job and it's boring and you daydream about being in this oh, whole different... You want true. to go outside and just train. And that's what it was like in college. I would yeah. sit at a computer, not do any work, and I would watch Bob Reese's videos. I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but one of the videos... Um, I just, I had it on repeat, honestly. Every time I went to college, I would watch that video. And huh. I, I ended up like, on my breaks, I'd go out and I'd go training with friends. And then it would slowly turn into like skipping lesson and just going out and training. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck it. Like, Bob Rees has my life now. Like, I'm... Nice. I'm just fully invested in this point. And <laughs> I got a job as a parkour coach. Like, what? they wanted me to work for them before. But I thought, nah, I need to focus on education. I need to go to college. Yeah. And I thought, fuck it. Like, I don't like college. So why don't I go and get this job that I got offered to do parkour? 
and I took it for the next year. It was honestly the best time that I've had at a job. Um, huh. I was coaching kids, adults, yeah. I was doing lessons and it was so fun. Um, I got made redundant in 2018 and I haven't really been able to find a job since, especially not in parkour. Wow. Um, I really didn't. I really didn't know that. Um, I um, cool. I damn. I wasn't prepared for that. The <laughs> truth. Um, I find coaching really, for I don't know about Tom, but uh, for me, it really opened my eyes about like how I can, uh, get my message across a little bit more, how to explain a move. Um, yeah. And to if I'm coaching a female. Sick. It's okay. Two sex. No worries. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> we do love blips. Why not? Makes it all interesting, does it not? <laughs> You're going to have a lot of editing to do, you know? The, you know oh, what? It's not that bad. I, it's all Tom. Um, I really praise him every time we have a phone call. I'm like, thanks a lot, buddy. Like, I know it's, and he's like, yeah, he's really. Ah, the weird screen thing happened again. Um, oh, we no, can see figured, you. I figured it out. Two secs. Yeah. You're coming Fine, through on our end, cool. just so you know. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> All good. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, coaching women, or um, especially because I don't know, it's kind of different than like the displacement, body displacement, encouraging, and everything else. It's totally different. And I really like that as an expression to come across in uh, letting people know that it's okay to do a movement a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, and it, it was good for me to like, oh man, it was just really cool to be in a gym full of a whole bunch of people that want to do the, the sport that I want to do so much. And thanks to Tom, he's like inter introduced me into this gym and I worked there for a little while. It was just really it was cool. I, I hope I really see those kids in the future, like, come up and just, like, dominate in BK, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that is something that I, um, I sort of went through as well in my time coaching. Um, I honestly, I think I inspired quite a lot of people to carry on training. Cool, right um, on. There were people that go to that gym are still training today and that is really cool to see um specifically i remember a um it was Sorry. a trans uh male yeah there was a trans male and he was um he came to our sessions and at first like nobody he didn't tell anyone and everyone was using the wrong pronouns mm -hmm. they were calling him a her and 
And you could tell his self-confidence was quite low. He'd come in and he'd have a hood over his head. He wouldn't get involved in any of the um, activities. We'd try and um, sort of like teach him different moves, like one-to-one, but he'd be very shy to go about it. Um, And it was at that point I was like, fuck it. I, I know something's up, so why am I as a coach sort of letting this happen and and that's when I it was almost instantly I literally stopped using gendered pronouns for this person and they didn't even come out to me yet I was just like I'm gonna use they them pronouns Mm -hmm. um, because I swear to god this person is trans like I know it's bad. You can't really tell someone's trans, but obviously from my perspective and it was very similar to how I came about parkour, if that makes sense. Nice. Um, So I could connect to them and their moods like sort of flipped around. And um, we sort of, we got on quite well and they started following me and we, um, started speaking and they finally came out like they came out to their um i think they was in a foster home mm-hmm. so they came out to their foster family or um carers or whoever it was and they got more involved in the sessions and i was i don't know i was so happy i was like yes fuck yes you do you <laughs> right on right on well, that's a good story. Like, you you hope everything turns out that way, right? Like, yeah, 100%. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. My ulterior motive in my current life is to get everyone doing parkour. Like, I see it in everyone. I'm like, we will dominate the world. It's, it's so, it's going to be <laughs> infectious. Safe. Yeah. The it's going to be more infectious than the coronavirus. <laughs> it's already happening. I know. More, <laughs> ah, trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's going to it, be more it. infectious than the coronavirus. Um, hey, Tom, are you? Uh, do you have any more questions? Any more things you want to mention? Um, no, I mean, I guess we've uh, we've gone pretty uh, fairly in depth with uh, <laughs> everything. Covered so a lot far. of my topics, like more in depth than I could ever go. And now I know where I could get some answers from when I come across <laughs> it. Again. I mean, like, I got to go back to this episode. Um, I mean, on my end here, I always just have like our usual uh, top fives to, you know, kind of end things off. But yeah. Can I throw something down from a, a Q&A kind of? Thing yeah, hundred. One I'm, of your good, fans, yeah. right on, uh, Amethia we- Weaver, Tom Weaver. I think it's. <laughs> yeah. I, I um, think it's we. Is it Weaver? I I don't know. Uh, we talked about this before too, and I, just, <laughs> I I love sticking this left foot just right up in the back of my uh, my yeah. mouth. Um, uh, she has a couple questions. Um, I think we did cover some of this. So uh, her question was women in the parkour community and the differences. We did cover that really, really well. 
Um, so we're going to highlight that. Uh, she says to say hi. Okay. And, hi. Uh, do, how how can uh, this I like this one. How can um parkour community improve diversity of the members um and how you found that worked or didn't work in the community of where you come from? Thanks, Amethia. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, that is a fucking brilliant question. Mm. I wish you reach out to me more cuz I think I'm following you as well. Really cool person. There you go. Anyway, to answer the question I have been thinking about it a lot more recently and specifically in terms of competitions and mm. I know that is where parkour is heading at the moment and um, obviously things like um, sponsorships, brand deals, all of that um, and essentially how some people make a career out of parkour and for trans people that is very limited and for queer people in general like them sort of choices are quite limited to us and for example if I couldn't compete in a parkour competition there's a good chance that not only is that going to happen but um for example if someone was doing a brand deal and they needed a it, sorry, if someone was doing a brand deal and they put out a casting call for a male or female actor, and it's like, well, where do I come into that? I can't apply because I know it would go to a cis female actor. So it's like I can't even make money from brand deals because um, nobody's like... Right. Sorry. Shit. I'm, Shit. Yeah, I can't... I've never... I, I yeah. I've never even, even thought of that. Money. Yeah, so I wouldn't even be able to make money from mm -hmm. um, casting agencies. Um, so not, I can't make money from uh, competitions. I can't make money from casting agencies. Hmm. So it's like, well, what can we actually do to be inclusive then? Um, obviously, number one, let us do them things. Easiest solution. Right. Number two... If you say, no, a trans person can't compete, like, it's shitty, but at least give us another job. Maybe get us in commentating. Maybe get us as a judge. Literally anything. There's so many other jobs in that category. And for you to just say, oh, no, sorry. It's like, no, nah, it's a bit shitty. Like, figure something out. I'm... Obviously, the next thing that I can think of making things diverse for not just trans athletes, but female athletes and athletes in general is um, coaching. A lot of things come from uh, coaches and they need to be doing their part. Um, so obviously, whether that's letting things slide like slurs or mm. um, even things like hiring more female coaches because I'm pretty sure seeing a female coach parkour is more likely to get other female tracers into the sport. Um, so that is a huge thing we can do to diversify things. Mm. And um, on top of that, I think um, there's a lot of big athletes out there now, such as, um, you've heard of uh, Wavezilla, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Wavezilla, yeah. Yeah, he, he's really good and he makes a lot of uh, YouTube videos and mm -hmm. different types of content like that. 
And so I think it's really important that we listen to these creators and what they have to say and really bring their uh, voices to the forefront. Um, and it's like even just using your platform for good, there's a lot of athletes out there with a lot of followers. And a good example to this is Lorena. Um, I forgot her last name. But... I'm pretty sure you know her, purple yeah. hair, atomic ant. Um, she's really good. She's got a shit ton of followers. And I see on her stories, like, literally daily, she'll be advocating for something. Really? And yeah, I think right that's on. kind of cool. I think it's that's true. kind of cool. More yeah. people should be doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. So to sum it up, there are some uh, easy ways to start diversifying things. Ha! <laughs> I think those fucking really well said. Really well said. Um, it takes everyone. And that's what I see in a community, a uh, parkour community. It takes everyone to see everyone, to notice everyone and yeah. accept everyone. And it doesn't really matter. Can you get over this jump? How are you doing it? And can you help me do what you're doing? I don't care what you look like, where you're coming from, what what tone, what hair, help me get to where you are in parkour. Yeah, you know like, what I, mean? I like to think about it in terms of like, there's enough food on the table for everyone and we should be helping each other fucking reach the table. So, yeah. Right on. Oh, I think I cried a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, Tom, you go uh, go with your questions here. I love them. Yeah, I'll hit up the top fives here. Yeah, yeah. Top. All right, uh, I guess we'll go with uh, the standard first one here. Is always the top five uh, training places. So your favorite spots? Um, is this local or... to me or just in the world? Well, anywhere. We okay. Can say uh... Places you have trained or maybe even places you want to train. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll break it down so I'll do like half and half. Um, favorite spots in the UK. Um, I do most of my training in Manchester. I think my favorite spots in Manchester are New Bailey. Um, it's a really nice spot. There's a lot of grass, so it's good for doing um flips and twists and stuff like that. There's not a lot of grassy spots in Manchester, so. That's a nice one. It's got a lot of cool jumps as well, so definitely up there. Um, cathedral spot. Always love cathedral spot in Manchester. Again, a lot of grass and a lot of different walls. I can even show you pictures of these if you want to put it in. Um, I think in terms of the world, um, I think I I don't know. I really want to go to um I think it'll be cool to train in Spain. Um mm, no I saw doubt. some of the things that they have going on in Spain and it looks yeah. really fucking cool. And mm -hmm. um, specifically there's a spot in um I think it's America and it's sort of a it's I think it's a water feature. Um but it's got a huge like concrete walls going around. Um, uh, yeah, might I'm, be that place in Seattle. I want to say 
Yeah, I think it is. So they've got like, it's a really, really, really sort of high, different levels of walls everywhere. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's a cool one. I'm, how many I is that? I think I've just Three seen a four? post recently about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think specifically another spot is, is going to be, ha- ah, it's going to have to be the, um, Tempest free running gym. Oh yeah. Always wanted to always wanted to train at Tempest and I wanna go to one of the Tempest gyms. That'd yeah. be cool. I'd love to just show up one day. Wait, wait, the north, the south one, which one shut down? One shut down, right? Oh, during the I think it was yeah, the, the south? Yeah, so I think so. I'm not too yeah. sure. It was I sad. Think, yeah, really. I think that's their original their their original location is still open. There might be another one in Texas. I can't keep sure up anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that looks like a really good gym. Mm. Wicked. Okay. Uh, that's places then. How about uh, your top five athletes? People you just I... like to watch or train with, I guess. <laughs> I have so many, and top five mm. doesn't even cut it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, it, I had this so many, honestly, because I'm, I'm still very caught up in the early, like, I'm still caught up in like 2000 era of parkour athletes. And, and I also like the new generation, so I'm going to sort of mix it up a little bit. Um, obviously old school Alfred Scott and he's ah, been injured for on. quite a while um, yeah. so not many people now know of him because um, he's been out for a long time yeah yeah um, but he's definitely one of the guys that I really looked up to um, for style I think Archie I'm um, like I already said Archie is one of the most stylish people in parkour at the moment. Uh, so that's sort of a new generation. If we're going on to the female athletes, um, yeah. I think one to look out for, I don't want to butcher her name, but Gemini, Gemini Powell, I think. Oh, yeah. She is so good. She's hitting She's castaways killer. and it's insane. Um, right. I really like it. Um, another female athlete, Lilu Ruel. I don't yes. know. How do you yes. pronounce that name? Oh, shit. She's so fucking good. Uh, she yeah. still wears baggy pants. I know. She, I'm, <laughs> she is so good. I'm now currently trying to find another athlete because I know that they are really good and I want to be able to include them. So oh, I'm going to Google it. Um, <laughs> I can't miss them off because they're changing the game. And nice. gonna see if I can scroll down and find it. It will come up on the Tempest submissions. So hmm. you will not be sorry when I find it, though. <laughs> they are actually that good. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna match that. When you get it, I'm going to add it. 
How's that? I think that's pretty awesome. I've kind of got it up now, so I'm like I'm on Tempest Online's. Yeah, I'm take your time. Honestly, it'll be the first one that comes up as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, why am I? She she fucking won it. Why am I looking at Tempest Online? Oh, is it oh. um Yara Yara Moto? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is that? Oh, d- oh fuck. Edit the song. Who's it? Like, Camilla? Camilla's always went. <laughs> no, I, I like Camilla. Camilla's really good. Um, um, is it Hasha? Is she overseas? Yeah, I think she's in Asia, I think. Oh, yeah. Please find. She is. <laughs> she is changing. I'm about it. She's so oh, good. She's so good. She's got such a strange, awesome, unique style, oh, and literally uh, one of Hannah, the best females in the game right now. Hannah well, Yatnamaru or something. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, I, I can't. I, I can see her name. I just can't. I can't put it all together. But um, one of my faves. Honest, I think right now already... she is probably the best female athlete in parkour. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. She's so good. I know. I'm like that close to finding out who it yeah, is. Uh, yada, yeah, I'll check it out too. Yeah, yeah. Ma. Yo, I found it. Okay. Uh, yo. And Hanaho Yamamoto. Um, can you um? Japan. She is probably the best female athlete in the game right now. No questions asked. She is like the best. Oh man. Um, you seen this time? Yeah, I'm so watching insane, it right Honestly, like, I only just recently found her, and I am... Where has she been all this time? She is so good. <laughs> she has a friend of hers that she trains with, and it's literally disgusting how good they are. This wish me. No, this makes me wish me I was 20 years... 23 years younger, and, <laughs> and, 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 like, getting lost in Japan with them. You know what I mean? Like... I know. Her they second so last good. post? Like, that's... You're, you're like, really? Ah! <laughs> good she's for like, her. She's for hitting her. the things that the top male athletes are hitting. Yeah. And I I respect that so much. She is mm-hmm. so good. Good call. Um, good call on that shout out. And what we're... I think I had one more left. I think that's Alfred Scott, Hannah, uh, Gemini, um... Was that it? Did I always Jan, do three? Jan Powell? Yeah, that one. Um, obviously, England, shout out to Rachel, Rachel Goff. I've already shouted out, um, yeah. but she is really good. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Miranda Tibling. She's killing it. And I, I don't know. I love her style because it is so similar to mine. She's doing big side flip prees and all of that stuff. And I think it's super similar to what I'm doing, so. Well, keep so it up, because to... whatever you're doing is amazing, and it's showing. Thank you. You're welcome. Bring it so on, if, the final if, question. If you're familiar with, uh, with our podcast, we always end off asking uh, just for one piece of sage advice. So... 
could be for people getting into parkour or you know other sports one piece of advice mm-hmm. are you ready for amy wisdom yeah <laughs> right okay um on a real my one piece advice is to literally just be yourself honestly like i know it's such a simple thing but like there's literally nobody like you and there's nobody that has your sense of style your sense of movement and there's nobody that can do you as better than you there's no point in being a copy of somebody else because it's never going to work um always stay true to you and eventually you will get where you want to be but um honestly like don't waste your don't waste life trying to fit into a category that you're never going to fit into um create your own fucking category create your own box live outside the box and do your own motherfucking thing because you're gonna die someday so live it up cheers that's great <laughs> oh beautiful <laughs> I, I think i think i got teary-eyed three uh, times during this podcast <laughs> And that that is oh, so embracing. You. That's gonna make my heart explode. <laughs> no, this is great because um, it gives me like a um, a different spectrum for parkour. Instead of seeing it through the ultraviolet uh, uh, spectrum, now I'm seeing like through different like things. It's bringing new life back to me. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much. Like, You're welcome. I appreciate uh, coming on to this podcast. Can you um, come back? Honestly, I would love that. Okay, cool. I, awesome. I rate you guys so much. It's it's okay. been such a pleasure. Well, well, um, you know, be be prepared. You're gonna get some more followers if if you don't oh, have enough. Honestly, uh, <laughs> um, we're gonna I need put to get all... to one k. We get okay. we're on the road to one k. We're right. gonna help yeah. you. Yeah, we're gonna help you. <laughs> Thank um, you. So, so we're gonna have all the. Um, the things we talked about, we're gonna have your uh, your uh, at on um, Instagram, and we'll link everything up. Um, yeah. And this has been wonderful. Thanks for making my day. Honestly, thank you for yeah. making mine. I'm. It's really good to connect with people, and I'm. I'm. I'm glad you messaged me. Like it was such a turn of events. Like it went from a couple of DMs to like coming on to a fucking podcast with you guys. Yeah. It's insane. Well, why not? I, yeah. I hope we get the chance to hang out at some point. Oh, I'm yeah. inviting That's you cool. to Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg. <laughs> Honestly, I. I am gonna make it happen. I don't know when. I don't know when, and I don't know how, but I will make it happen. There's a I place promise. for you. At some point, I'm going to make it happen. Okay, cool. There's a place for you, and I'll show you all the cool places and uh, Thank you. different things. And same to you if you ever decide to come over to this end. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been, been great, and our very, very first international uh, mm-hmm. guest as well. Took, the, know, took the spot for that. I'm breaking the mode. Yeah. Like, I'm... What can I say? <laughs> if you have anything to say we'll come back in a second part two thank you yeah. very much yeah. well, 
Thank you for having me on, and I hope you guys have a fucking awesome day. Thanks, it's snowing here. Or night, or night, night or day. It's night here as well. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm drunk. If <laughs> 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 anyone knows me, you know how I feel. Um, so awesome. So check out Amy's uh, sites, Tom. Yeah. So everything will be in the description for people who want uh, links. Yeah. Um, of course. So follow uh, the page, share this around. Um, yeah. That's it. Perfect. I think we're good to go. All right. Well, peace out. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to see what you're up to. Thank you. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.